Morning prayer begins on page three of the Morning Prayer for Christmas Tide booklet. Behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. O Lord, open thou our lips, and our mouth shall, shall show forth thy praise. O God, make speed to save us. O Lord, make haste to help us. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Alleluia. Unto us a child is born. O come, let us adore him. Alleluia. Together, the Isaiah Canticle. O Lord, I will praise thee, though thou wast angry with me. Thine anger is turned away, and thou didst comfort me. Behold, God is my salvation. I will trust and not be afraid. For the Lord God is my strength and my song. He also has become my salvation. Therefore, with joy shall ye draw water out of the wells of salvation. And in that day shall ye say, Praise the Lord, call upon his name, declare his doings among the people, make mention that his name is exalted. Sing unto the Lord, for he hath done excellent things, this is known in all the earth. Cry and shout, thou inhabitant of Zion, for great is the Holy One of Israel in the midst of thee. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. <clears throat> Psalm 103 on page 466. Praise the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me, praise his holy name. Praise the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits. Who forgiveth all thy sin, and healeth all thine infirmities. Who saveth thy life from destruction, and crowneth thee with mercy and loving kindness? Who satisfieth thy mouth with good things, making thee young and lusty as an eagle? The Lord executeth righteousness and judgment for all them that are oppressed with wrong. He showed his ways unto Moses, his works unto the children of Israel. The Lord is full of compassion and mercy, long suffering and of great goodness. He will not always be chiding, neither keepeth he his anger forever. He hath not dealt with us after our sins, nor rewarded us according to our wickednesses. For look how high the heaven is in comparison of the earth, so great is his mercy also toward them that fear him. Look how wide also the east is from the west, so far hath he set our sins from us. Yea, like as a father pitieth his own children, even so is the Lord merciful unto them that fear him. For he knoweth whereof we are made, he remembereth that we are but dust. The days of man are but as grass, for he flourisheth as a flower of the field. For as soon as the wind goeth over it, it is gone, and the place thereof shall know it no more. But the merciful goodness of the Lord endureth for ever and ever upon them that fear him, and his righteousness upon children's children. Even upon such as keep his covenant, 
and think upon his commandments to do them. The Lord hath prepared his seat in heaven, and his kingdom ruleth over all. O praise the Lord, ye angels of his, ye that excel in strength, ye that fulfill his commandment, and hearken unto the voice of his word. O praise the Lord, all ye his hosts, ye servants of his that do his pleasure. O speak good of the Lord, all ye works of his, in all places of his dominion. Praise thou the Lord, O my soul. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here begins the thirtieth chapter of Deuteronomy. Now it shall come to pass, when all these things come upon you, the blessing and the curse which I have set before you, and you call them to mind among all the nations where the Lord your God drives you, and you return to the Lord your God and obey his voice according to all that I command you today, you and your children, with all your heart and with all your soul, that the Lord your God will bring you back from captivity and have compassion on you, and gather you again from all the nations where the Lord your God has scattered you. If any of you are driven out to the farthest parts under heaven, from there the Lord your God will gather you, and from there he will bring you. Then the Lord your God will bring you to the land which your fathers possessed, and you shall possess it. He will prosper you and multiply you more than your fathers. And the Lord your God will circumcise your heart and the heart of your descendants to love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul that you may live. Also, the Lord your God will put all these curses on your enemies and on those who hate you, who persecuted you. And you will again obey the voice of the Lord and do all his commandments which I command you today. The Lord your God will make you abound in all the work of your hand, in the fruit of your body, in the increase of your livestock, and in the produce of your land for good. For the Lord will again rejoice over you for good as he rejoiced over your fathers, if you obey the voice of the Lord your God to keep his commandments and his statutes, which are written in this book of the law, and if you turn to the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul. Here ends the first lesson. Together to damn the Damos. <clears throat> we praise thee, O God, we acknowledge thee to be the Lord. All the earth doth worship thee, the Father everlasting. To thee all angels cry aloud, the heavens and all the powers therein. To thee cherubim and seraphim continually do cry, Holy, 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 Lord God of Sabaoth. Heaven and earth are full of the majesty of thy glory. The glorious company of the apostles praise thee. The goodly fellowship of the prophets praise thee. The noble army of martyrs praise thee. The holy church throughout all the world doth acknowledge thee. The father of an infinite majesty, thine adorable true and only son. Also the Holy Ghost, the comforter. Thou art the king of glory, O Christ. Thou art the everlasting Son of the Father. When thou tookest upon thee to deliver man, thou didst humble thyself to be born of a virgin. When thou hadst overcome the sharpness of death, thou didst open the kingdom of heaven to all believers. Thou sittest at the right hand of God in the glory of the Father. We believe that thou shalt come to be our judge. We therefore pray thee, help thy servants, 
whom thou hast redeemed with thy precious blood. Make them to be numbered with thy saints in glory everlasting. O Lord, save thy people and bless thine heritage. Govern them and lift them up forever. Day by day we magnify thee, and we worship thy name ever, world without end. Vouchsafe, O Lord, to keep us this day without sin. O Lord, have mercy upon us, have mercy upon us. O Lord, let thy mercy be upon us as our trust is in thee. O Lord, in thee have I trusted, let me never be confounded. Here begins the eleventh verse of the second chapter of Ephesians. Therefore remember that you, once Gentiles in the flesh, who are called uncircumcision by what is called the circumcision made in the flesh by hands, that at that time you were without Christ, being aliens from the commonwealth of Israel and strangers from the covenants of promise, having no hope and without God in the world. But now in Christ Jesus, you who once were far off, have been brought near by the blood of Christ. For he himself is our peace, who has made both one, and has broken down the middle wall of separation, having abolished in his flesh the enmity, which is the law of commandments contained in ordinances, so as to create in himself one new man from the two, thus making peace, and that he might reconcile them both to God in one body through the cross, thereby putting to death the enmity. And he came and preached peace to you who are far off and to those who are near. For through him we both have access by one spirit to the Father. Now therefore you are no longer strangers and foreigners, but fellow citizens with the saints and members of the household of God having been built on the foundation of the apostles and prophets, Jesus Christ himself being the chief cornerstone, in whom the whole building, being fitted together, grows into a holy temple in the Lord, in whom you also are being built together for a dwelling place of God in the Spirit. Here ends the second lesson. Together, Jubilate Deo. O be joyful in the Lord, all ye lands. Serve the Lord with gladness and come before his presence with a song. Be sure that the Lord, he is God. It is he that hath made us and not we ourselves. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. O go your way into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. Be thankful unto him and speak good of his name. For the Lord is gracious, his mercy is everlasting, and his truth endureth from generation to generation. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried, he descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sitteth on the right hand of God, the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit.
let us pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us. And grant us thy salvation. O God, may clean our hearts within us. And take not thy Holy Spirit from us. Almighty God, who madest thy blessed Son to be circumcised and obedient to the law for man, grant us the true circumcision of the Spirit, that our hearts and all our members, being mortified from all worldly and carnal lusts, we may in all things obey thy blessed will, through the same thy Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Almighty God, who has given us thy only begotten Son to take our nature upon him, and as at this time to be born of a pure virgin, grant that we, being regenerate and made thy children by adoption and grace, may daily be renewed by thy Holy Spirit, the same our Lord Jesus Christ, who liveth and reigneth with thee in the same Spirit, ever one God, world without end. Amen. O God, who art the author of peace and lover of concord, in knowledge of whom standeth the eternal life, whose service is perfect freedom, Defend us, thy humble servants, and all assaults of our enemies, that we, surely trusting in thy defense, may not fear the power of any adversaries, through the might of Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O Lord, our Heavenly Father, almighty and everlasting God, who has safely brought us to the beginning of this day, defend us in the same with thy mighty power, and grant that this day we fall into no sin, neither run into any kind of danger, but that all our doings being ordered by thy governance may be righteous in thy sight through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Good morning to all. Um, the Feast of the Circumcision is, um, it's, uh, it, it touches on a number of themes, but first of all, it shows Jesus, you know, fulfilling the law for our sake, he's circumcised on the eighth day. That would be Christmas Day, his birth, and seven more days. So today is the eighth day, the Feast of the Circumcision. It highlights that the Word was made flesh. He's a real human being, and he, he um, submits himself to all the observances of, of the Torah for the sake of our salvation. And um, the, the important thing here is that if we think about circumcision, what was circumcision? It was the mark of the covenant. It was first uh, established with Abraham before uh, the law was given to Moses, and then it was enshrined in the law of Moses. And it seems like circumcision has two essential focuses in, in relationship to the covenant. One is that um, you're supposed to circumcise the male children on the eighth day. And so it's marking off male children until the birth of the male child, who is Christ. And it's why when Christ fulfills the law uh, in, the, in the New Testament, circumcision uh, becomes a non-essential thing because uh, it's going to be replaced by baptism as, as the admission into the covenant. 
The other uh, significant thing seems to be that it, you, when you circumcise, you shed blood. So the, the, the act of circumcision was was a reminder of the covenant and blood and the marking off of the male children until the appearance of the male child, the new Adam who would fulfill the law. And our lesson from Deuteronomy highlights um, Deuteronomy is a book written at the end of the wilderness wanderings or, or put in that setting, but it prophesies the exile. And, and so that it's, God says when Israel is sent off into exile, uh, and then um, when they return to God, he will bring them back and restore the blessings. And he'll give them what, what Deuteronomy calls the circumcision of the heart. And this is what comes over the New Testament in our Ephesians lesson, which is the contrast between the flesh and, and the spirit that the Gentiles were called the uncircumcised. But the New Testament portrays baptism and, and the gift of the Holy Spirit uh, as the thing that fulfills um, the Old Covenant uh, mark of circumcision or replaces it in the New Covenant. But the real a physical observance that's merely in the flesh and, and the gift of the Spirit. And this is exactly what Jesus fulfilling the covenant opens up. It, it, um, if we think back to Genesis, um, the sin of the first humans cut them off from communion with God, which means it severed the bond of union with God in the Spirit. And all of the physical observances of the Old Covenant were things that, that uh, sort of covered up sin until they could be uh, done away with in the cross. And so now, through the gift of the Spirit, we are brought back into union, communion with God in Christ through the Spirit. And all the language of fruitfulness that Deuteronomy mentions in the return from exile, the real return from exile is humanity exiled from God on account of sin, is now restored to God in Christ through the Spirit. And there's a verse in um, Colossians that makes the, the, the connection clear. Colossians 2, 11 and 12, he says, uh, In him you were circumcised with a circumcision made without hands by putting off the body of sins of the flesh by the circumcision of Christ, buried with him in baptism, in which you were also raised with him through faith in the working of God who raised him from the dead. So the gift of the Spirit in baptism that raises us from the dead fulfills the, the circumcision. It's noteworthy also that in, <clears throat> in the Old Covenant, only the males um, received the rite of initiation, uh, the circumcision, and all of the women in the Old Covenant were brought into the covenant by relationship to the male head of the clan, house, family. But now in Christ, Christ has fulfilled the law, and everyone comes into the New Covenant by virtue of being baptized into him, and this is what Galatians gets at when it says there's neither male nor female, that everybody is baptized into Christ directly, men and women all together. I think a, a meditation on this for New Year's Day is to remember that um, the, the baptism of the Spirit, the circumcision of the heart, uh, the, the ongoing repentance of the Christian life where we are more and more aware of what is amiss, we grow in our experience of forgiveness, and we progress in our doing of good works. A lot of the New Year's um, pattern of the world really is the pattern of the old man. 
I'm going to make a resolution. I'm going to try real hard to keep it, but I'm going to fail. And I'm, and I'm going to show that stuck pattern of humanity. And we as Christians really shouldn't get ourselves stuck in that kind of a pattern, <coughs> pattern because it's, it's the thing we've been saved from. Um, we know we'll never perfectly, that's why resolutions themselves are problematic. It's better for us to think about opening up our lives in new ways to the presence of, of, of Christ, to the working of the Spirit, and to write, write um, a good, the good confession of Advent. <clears throat> and then um, learn, the, the most important thing is to learn to see our lives in terms of growth. So if we make an attempt at something and we don't do it as well as we would have liked, we come back to our prayer, we receive the grace of God again, and we're strengthened to go out and love better. So for in, the, in, in our way of looking at newness, it is always begins with forgiveness. So we start with forgiveness and we go out and love better, trying to grow in love, and it presumes failure. Whereas in the world, you try real hard, you fail, you try your hard, you fail, and unless you can get in your own effort to some kind of continuous success, you're always going to fail, which means you're always going to fail. We always begin the Christian life by grace, by coming to God in Christ, receiving again the gift of forgiveness, and now we're free to go and love. And our New Year's progress, our renewal in the spirit that, that it talks about will be our, our growth in this life in the spirit to love more. And as we try to love more, we'll sometimes won't love as well, but we'll continually grow into it. And so um, we want to, as we enter the, the new year, it's really new life in Christ. And it must begin with receiving forgiveness more fully, experiencing grace more fully, and now being set free to, to love, to try to love. And when we don't do as well, we come back and we remember that our sins are forgiven and we love again. So a few thoughts then about... Um, circumcision in the new year. We'll continue with our form of intercession on page 11 of the booklet. Accept, O Lord, our intercessions for all mankind. Let the light of thy gospel shine upon all nations. Be gracious unto thy church and grant that every member of the same in his vocation and ministry may serve thee faithfully. Bless all in authority over us. And so rule their hearts and strengthen their hands, that they may punish wickedness and vice and maintain thy true religion and virtue. Send down thy blessings, temporal and spiritual, upon all the relations, friends, and neighbors. Reward all who have done us good and pardon all those who have done or wish us evil and give them repentance and better mind. Be merciful to all who are in any way is afflicted or distressed in mind, body, or state. Comfort and relieve them according to their several necessities. Have mercy on the faithful departed and grant them an entrance into the land of light and joy in the fellowship of thy saints. For his sake, what about doing good, thy Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ? Amen. Together the thanksgiving. <clears throat> Almighty God, Father of all mercies, we, the unworthy servants, to give thee most humble and hearty thanks 
for all thy goodness and loving kindness to us and to all men. We bless thee for our creation, preservation, and all the blessings of this life, but above all for thine inestimable love in the redemption of the world by our Lord Jesus Christ, for the means of grace and for the hope of glory. And we beseech thee, give us that due sense of all thy mercies, that our hearts may be unfeignedly thankful, and that we show forth thy praise not only with our lips but in our lives, by giving up ourselves to thy service, and by walking before thee in holiness and righteousness all our days. Through Jesus Christ our Lord, to whom with thee and the Holy Ghost be all honor and glory, world without end. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost with us all evermore. Amen. Good to be with you today on this New Year's Day, the Feast of the Circumcision. Have a blessed start to the year. Indeed. Happy New Year. Thank you, Bishop. Thank you. Happy New Year, everyone. Bye-bye. Bye, Bishop. Hey, Lukey. Hey.